Welcome back to the Work Mija podcast, a place where mujeres empower mujeres. I am your host, Xochitl Carmona, and I am back with another solo episode. And today, I wanted to talk about this thing called fear. I feel like this is a word an emotion that comes up a lot and has been coming up a lot. The more I talk to people about their journey to getting where they are now, whether it's a place of accomplishment, ambition, goal achievement, and a lot of times the road to their quote unquote success has been delayed, blocked, or halted by this thing called fear, whether it's the fear of failure, the fear of the unknown, fear of rejection, there is something revolving around fear that stops us from going for it, stops us from taking risks, whether large or small, towards something that can make us the happiest we've ever been. Then again, if it doesn't scare you, If there isn't fear surrounding a dream or a goal of yours, is it big enough? Is it worth taking or making steps towards? It's usually the things we're afraid of that are the most worth it in the end. I wanted to talk about my experience with fear holding me back from pretty much a lot of things. Most things I've been proud to accomplish pretty much. And I wanted to talk about it because I realized I'm not the only one and you're not the only one. I've personally let fear failure hold me back from ever even attempting things or seeking out opportunities. When I look back at my journey and if anyone would ever ask me, what would you change? It would have been to start certain things sooner and have been able to move past the fear earlier on because once I did, I was so happy. And guess what? It's not that bad after all. One big example was I wish I would have started my YouTube beauty channel sooner. For those that don't follow... You can search Sochil Carmona on YouTube and you'll find my platform of now almost 15,000 subscribers where I talk about makeup, lifestyle, and even my keto weight loss journey. I'll link myself in the show notes. Not ashamed to plug. Plug yourself whenever and wherever. But I remember the biggest thing that held me back was fear. Fear of what people would think. Fear of being judged, fear of failure to go into this and nobody watching and have it be a huge flop. When it came to fear of judgment, it was more so from people I knew rather than strangers. Like if anything, I thought maybe my dad and my sister would judge me and mostly just not get it. But they were so supportive from the beginning and knew where I was going from a business standpoint to the point where my dad supported my makeup purchases and was like, yeah, mija, it's a business expense. Keep the receipts. I was like, okay. (laughs) From other people, I knew, I thought maybe they would think I was just another bimbo putting on makeup. But the support I received from people I knew that I would have never known they were watching my videos was amazing. All I can think now is like, damn, I wish I would have started sooner. It was January 2014 when I finally worked up the courage to text my old college roommate, Paola. 
I think I want to start a YouTube channel. And she was like, I think you should. You would be great. And I remember that evening so clearly as I was texting under the covers <laughs> post-college when I was living at my dad's house. And I can't even describe what those words, that encouragement meant to me. And even every time I like think about it, even right now, even as I was thinking about this podcast and that moment, like I, well, I cried initially. I feel like I always cry, get choked up. I'm, I'm close to crying, but having someone to muster up the courage to say and share your dreams and goals followed by encouragement can be exactly what you need to move past the fear Telling the right person can make a huge difference in taking those steps. Since then, I didn't care what others thought. I've learned not to care so much. Fear of judgment, at the end of the day, I have to look at it as, so what? They can judge. It's not easy to put yourself out there on camera. Not everyone can do it, but you are doing it. Plus, you're making money while they're <laughs> are out there doing nothing but judging. Also, look at the person who is judging. Why are they judging? What are they trying to hide themselves? What are they afraid of? For me, when it comes to random strangers judging, there's this awesome block delete button that I've become so fond of <laughs> recently. And when I get a random comment like, oh my gosh, you're ugly. I'm like, okay, what am I supposed to do with that? (laughs) There's no actual actionable items to follow up. Like, why do you think I'm putting on makeup? (laughs) But more than anything, it's a little 13-year-old or someone with nothing but time on their hands. And you know what? Ain't nobody got time for that. But thanks for the engagement and the watch time. You just contributed to the light bill. Fear of judgment is not even a thing or fear of failure for my YouTube channel. Now, more like, why was that even a thing? Why did I let that delay me? Now, let's talk about fear of rejection. This, along with fear of failure, has been a huge thing for me and still something I struggle with when it comes to like business, career-wise, and, and even personally. To get over it or help me move past and not let these things stop me and catch myself when I realize this is what is holding me back, I had to really do things outside of my comfort zone. I had to do the things that made me so uncomfortable in order to grow past the fear. Essentially, I had to set myself up for failure In a sense, I had to go for the things that I had doubt in the back of my mind that I could not 100% achieve because basically I would not, I had not been putting myself out there for things that I didn't know 99.9% to 100% sure no, I could achieve, I could get. I was missing out on a lot of opportunities. I was keeping myself from a lot of opportunities due to the fear of rejection and the fear of failure. So let's start with the biggest thing I knew I wanted, the 
biggest dream of mine to own my own business, a dream I've always had, but I've always managed to play things safe in order to maintain stability, go for the safe, stable opportunities. So here we are again. Let's bring it back. It's 2020. (laughs) Damn. My 2020 was a hot mess. (laughs) with the best outcome ever. If you listen to the Work Miha podcast episode one, I talk about my journey to starting my own business and how that was very much intertwined with my weight loss journey that finally kicked off in 2020. Well, the other thing that was very much intertwined with my business journey is getting over my fear of failure and even, you know, fear of rejection journey. I feel like I had finally gotten to a point where I realized the only thing stopping me is me. I had identified that fear was what was holding me back. So in the beginning of 2020, I started to set myself up for failure. (laughs) We were going to fail, but we were going to fail forward. I said, fuck it. We are going to start going for all the things and see what happens. And oh my gosh, was I the best failure ever. (laughs) If there was a failure award, I would win or at least get honorable mention. I was doing so well at failing. (laughs) It was weird because I knew that in order to start my business, I needed to experience failure a bit more. So a couple of the things that I did. First, it was around January 2020 and I wasn't even specifically looking, but I was doing some LinkedIn research for work and I stumbled upon a job posting for a marketing coordinator position for a vet's office. I was currently also in the pet industry doing marketing for a dog walking company and I was looking at the job description and was like, huh, this is basically everything I'm doing right now, but it would be on a larger scale and probably even more money. Fuck it. Let's try it. Why not? Let's see what happens. Instead of my usual thinking of what if I don't get it? What if they read my cover letter and reject me? What if they think, oh, been the hell? Like, why did you, <laughs> why did you even apply? Wasting my time. Okay. So what? They don't know you. Whatever apply somewhere else you know so I took those thoughts and I applied and I got a phone interview and I submitted some marketing mock-up options for them to review and then I got an in-person interview I was feeling so confident like oh yeah like oh I got this I was playing my bad bitch playlist I'll link it in the show notes (laughs) or Spotify, my pump up music, because we all need a hype up soundtrack. So I felt like I had it in the bag. The final in-person interview was on a Thursday, January 30th, 2020. And they were like, we'll follow up with you next week. So great to meet you. You know, next steps, blah, blah, blah. And then I got an email on Friday, January 31st. Um, yeah, you were great, but no thanks. Fuck. (laughs) I'll admit, that one hurt the ego a bit. Mostly, it was an ego bruise. I turned on the other Spotify playlist, the Sagittarius Rising Journey Through playlist. Yes, that's exactly what it's called. 
the where do we wander to next playlist i'll link that one down below just in case that was in the in my feelings playlist how do we navigate from here playlist <laughs> so that night it was also my best friend patricia's husband's birthday party and now i'm like why do all of my let me wallow in my self-pity moments correlate with an event for patricia <laughs> basically I was like, oh, I just want to crawl under this blanket and be in my feelings. So I gave myself a moment to soothe my bruised ego. And then I got myself up to go out instead and not bury myself in darkness. Yeah, that's my dramatic Aries moon. It'd be like that. I managed to switch it back to my Sagittarius rising, the introspective part of me, and remember why we went for it. What did we learn from this failure? After every failure, we learn something that will help us grow and make us better the next time around. For me, it was like, well, did I price myself too high? But at the same time, they can always negotiate, but also, you know, know your worth. So I was like, I'm sticking to that price. <laughs> I was also thinking, I feel like I vibed with the manager, but who was female, but not so much with the male owner. I did ask a lot of questions, a lot of good questions. And honestly, maybe to, and this is more so from a man's perspective, like, was it too forward? I would never say that, but I'm thinking, is this what he's thinking? If you kind of get me for him, because I wouldn't take back my questions. I was working for a female-owned company, so I can see how to a man, maybe to him, thinking I was too, quote-unquote, forward, aggressive, cocky, maybe. This is what I'm thinking his thinking is, because I would never want to call a woman that. Not mind thinking, but trying to reel it back. And I still wouldn't take it back. <laughs> but it made me think also, maybe I'm overworking for men. It's a different energy. It's a different vibe. So maybe, you know what? It wasn't the right fit. Now, when I look back, because I'm a stalker, and if I don't get the job, I want to know who did and how long they last. So I keep track. I look up on LinkedIn or if I can find on their business page, uh, for example, another job I didn't get back in like 2017. I kept up with the girl they did hire on LinkedIn and I looked her up a couple months later. Turns out she only lasted six months. I'm like, mm, well, I probably would have stayed longer. Turns out that company I don't even think worked out. So dodge that bullet there too. <laughs> so a couple months after January 2020, I peeked in to see if the company updated the team page and the marketing coordinator role, because hashtag chismosa, and the person they hired, I found out because I went into stalker status. Turns out it was somebody they knew, someone they had a relationship with, and I was like, okay, yeah, I felt better about it, but also that coupled with COVID happening and everything that went down in 
March of 2020, I realized like, what if I would have gotten that job? I would have started maybe like what, February, March? Would they have kept me on once COVID happened? Would I have been able to stay on the budget? Someone so brand new who they didn't know? Would I have been around long enough where if they did lay me off, uh, would I have been there for like, what is it, the 30-day, one-month span so I can collect unemployment? All these thoughts. So maybe that was not meant to be. But that opportunity I didn't get got me past my fear of failure and rejection, something that got me closer to my personal goals. The second opportunity I put myself out there for was the Marie Forleo B-School Scholarship. If you're in the business world, you might be aware of B-School and Marie Forleo, who is a thought leader, but it's a great opportunity for business owners to build and grow their brand with the help of consultants to help you learn branding, marketing, setting up launches, one-on-one kind of consulting and more. There was an opportunity for a couple of lucky winners to win the B-School scholarship because it ain't cheap and I wasn't ready to, you know, invest that much. (laughs) You know, there's an opportunity to win this program for free. All you had to do was submit like a one to two minute video of your elevator pitch, essentially, and why you should get the B-School scholarship. The submission was via a YouTube public video link. So essentially, I knew a few subscribers would see it on my channel. Also, this was before I launched officially Work Mija, so I wasn't ready to expose it in a way. I wasn't, you know, ready to talk about it, really. Right away, I caught all of my thoughts of fear, pushing this opportunity away. I grabbed those thoughts. Yes, la chingada. I had to think to myself, what did I have to lose? If you get it, yay. Awesome. If you don't, okay. So what? Keep going. <laughs> so I submitted my video after watching some previous ones, and I waited until they announced the winners, and nope, I didn't get it. <laughs> and we kept going. We were failing forward as fuck. (laughs) I brushed that one off quickly. If anything, I'm like, okay, we will perfect the elevator pitch. You haven't even started the business. Here's one thing to add to your checklist of a million items to do. Perfect that pitch. Guess what? You can try again and you can be even better next time. I had been failing pretty great and the next opportunity to go for and potentially fail or conquer not only the fear of failure, fear of rejection, but the fear of the unknown was to start my own business with all of this in the back of my mind. But because I had been putting myself out there and not only failing, But learning and growing from my failures, this time, I was able to move past the fear. Also, if you heard on the first episode of the Work Miha podcast, my business journey, while I thought I would start my business in March of 2020, but then COVID, you know, turned my life upside down, fear was no longer an issue when it came down to it. Well, 
what else have I got to lose was more of my mindset. It's now or never. And I thought to myself, I'd rather go for it and fail than live in fear and regret. So I said, fuck it. And I hit the share button to announce the launch of Work Miha. P.S. Most of my big decisions these days just start with fuck it. <laughs> and click submit the resume, click the share button, click the podcast publish button. If I don't, if I didn't click submit, share, publish, I wouldn't be where I am today. Move past the fear and do it and go from there. No matter how long you wait, it will never be perfect. You will never know how to do everything. There's no way to prepare for everything. Sometimes you need to jump in and go from there. I mean, you can have some sort of a plan, but you know, you're not going to know it all. <laughs> you need to find a way through the fear and you will look back and rather than regret, wish you had done it sooner. Or maybe you will learn a lesson that will prepare you for something even bigger. With that, make sure fear isn't the thing holding you back from your dreams. Make sure you are not what's holding you back. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Work Miha podcast. Make sure you follow at Work Miha, W-E-R-K Miha on Instagram, Facebook, and even TikTok for some fun videos. And make sure to visit workmiha.com if you'd like to pick up a Chingona Fuel Mug, our Buenas Vibras t-shirt or Buenas Vibras mug, or... Next week, our spring collection will be available to purchase for anyone who didn't get to pre-order, which includes the official Work Miha logo t-shirt because we should never stop working on ourselves. Also, the No Pares Miha t-shirt and the Self Care Means Tres de Asada t-shirt. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'll catch you all on the next one. 